What's up, guys? And welcome to Solist, the podcast where I, Wyatt, talk about sneakers I don't have. Me, a sneakerhead, speaks to other sneakerheads, or you sneakerheads, about um, sneakers. I have my guest with me today, who is conveniently my dad. Say hi to the people. Hey, happy to be here for your first episode. Great. Uh, so we're just going to jump right in with our first topic, which is the Jordan 1 and 2 models. So for the build of Jordan 1, what are your thoughts? Well, Nike's definitely experimenting with this sneaker, and I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way. There have been other more popular sneaker brands with other more popular athletes at the time. Like Larry Bird and Converse. Right, right. So Nike's definitely experimenting with the Jordan. Yeah, and I think that it turned out well, considering Nike used the same high-top sneaker that was already being used at the time, like uh, Adidas or Converse, as we mentioned. Also, the traction of the Jordan one was new, and a lot of further uh, Jordan models used some form of it on their sole. Like for the Jordan 2, it's... Well, for the Jordan 2, it's kind of hard to imagine that Nike went from the Jordan 1 look straight to the Jordan 2. It's probably because they just dropped a bunch of new models, like the Union LA or the J Balvin's, which we'll talk about later. As I'm looking at the sole of the Jordan 2 does kind of resemble the sole of the Jordan 1 in the sense that it has those like distinct trademark rings. Even the Jordan 3 uses them, but then Jordan 4 kind of strays away from that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, side question. Do you have a favorite Jordan? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the Jordan 4 OGs. The Brett's, yeah. Right. When I was a kid, when I was in fifth grade, that's probably when that shoe came out. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing all the, all, well, a handful of kids having, and I was so jealous. All of them, I couldn't, I begged my mom to get them, and she was not going to buy me that expensive little pair of shoes. So I just filed it away, and then finally, as a grown up, I was able to i yeah. I mean, for me, I think I have to go with the Jordan 2 J Balvin's. I actually don't own them, but uh, I saw them in a sneaker store once and I just fell in love with them. There are two pairs now, the blue ones and the friends and family ones, which are green. J Balvin, I think we all know, has also a Jordan 1. It's like a rainbow tie-dye color. And he's even got a 3 now. Really? Yeah, they're the Medellin's. They're Medellin's? Yeah. Do you know what Medellin is? Uh, like capital of Colombia. Okay. That's where he was born. Um, so it's like a tribute, and they're they're not out to the public till September, but they're like two hundred fifty dollars. They're cool, and I have a pair of the I have a pair of threes, the Wizards, and they're great sneakers. So they're almost like half the price of the Medellins, and I don't know. I love them, and don't get me wrong, they're great sneakers. I just don't think that I want them as much the J Balvin's, because all the sneakers are so expensive, which is why nobody has them. The twos go for like 400 bucks, and he's got slides too that are $70. $70 for slides. It's insane. Um, yeah, when are you going to get a job to start paying for your sneaker habit? Okay. Next, I want to compare StockX and Nike.com to start us off. All right, well, look, they're both great places to buy sneakers. Yeah. Let's just talk about the pros and cons, right? Yeah. StockX is good. I mean, they're both good, but yeah. StockX, you can get a bunch of stuff there. Trading cards, hoodies, sneakers, of course. I mean, of course, sneakers. It's got a wide selection. Yeah, it, it just takes a long time. Like, I have nothing against StockX, but when I'm ordering sneakers, I get, like, really excited. I know. StockX isn't the quickest when it comes to shipping. At least in my opinion. And again, StockX is great. I have nothing against it. I just think there are quicker options. And that brings us to Nike.com. Nike.com, also great. 
I mean, if you want your sneakers to come fast, I guess that's where you go first. Oh, and get in the main store. Well, right. You can go to the store. But anyway, StockX, Nike.com, both reliable. Thoughts? Uh, I just wanted to add that I'm not in favor of one or the other. And just to be clear, I'm not advertising. I don't plan on doing so. So, nice try. Uh, I think that just about sums up where we can get for sneak sneakers uh, for basketball. Favorites. Favorite basketball sneakers. That's a good question. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Kobe 6s, the Grinches. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't own them. But I think they clearly help Kobe, right? I mean... I remember hearing about Kobe because he did a lot of research on sneakers because, you know, at the time, nobody was really thinking about it. Yeah. Everyone was wearing high tops. Mm -hmm. And that was like standard. Everyone, it was like Jordan on down, everyone had high tops. But I think Kobe and his team found that mids or lows worked better. And I think yeah. that shifted for a lot of guys. I mean, I think what they found is it allowed for a lot more mobility and explosiveness. Yeah. So when they're cutting to the basket or on defense, yeah. they're able to, there's a lot more maneuverability. So I think you're stopped seeing that here. And what about you? Uh, I have to go with the Curry 10s. They're super comfortable and lightweight. Um, also like the, the Kobe's. They're low tops and Steph Curry, he had, he used to be with Nike. Is Steph Curry or Steph Curry? Steph Curry, uh, don't get them confused. Steph Curry, I think he was with Nike before Under Armour and he wore Kobe's and they were the high tops and he didn't perform as well as he wanted to, at least in my opinion, because I'm obsessed with Steph Curry. Um, but the Curry 10s, they're comfortable, they have great grip and they're kind of like a mix of the, uh, the Curry 8s and the Curry 9s. Uh, Which pair do you have? I have eights and tens, and for the tens, I have, well, the eights, I have the Chinese New Year edition, and the tens, I have the Sour Patch Kids, which is also my favorite candy, uh, coincidentally. I don't know if you just name, but I do love the Sour Patch Kids. They're great. They're just, yeah, amazing. Uh, but you know what's not great for basketball? Pandas, and for those of you who are like, why would anybody wear an endangered species on their feet? Panda's just a black and white dunk. For those of you who don't know what a dunk is, it almost looks like a Jordan 1 low, but it's not as high in the back, and it's not, and it's made by Nike, not Jordan. And for those of you who don't know what Nike or Jordan are, I'm not really sure why you're listening to this podcast. Anyway, I've been seeing these sneakers, like, everywhere. They're popping up everywhere. They're getting popular. Um... Because every time I leave the house, I see at least four pairs, and it's understandable. So black and white color goes with just about anything. I personally don't love them. I don't like dunks in general. I think they're just Jordans that lost the wings, and I and I think Nike. This is just me ran out of ideas, and it surprises me that people don't really care. And then again, just me don't understand why they got so popular. Yeah, I mean, dunks are basically non-sneaker and sneakers, right? Because, like you said, to go with everything. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be obsessed with sneakers to enjoy dunks. Clearly. <laughs> um, I've seen people walking around with dunks in public because I would never wear them myself. And people point to them and they're like, hey, nice jays. And it just infuriates me so much, even though I'm not part of the conversation. And it's... Uh, I don't know. I probably sound crazy to our listeners who 
or like the people in the conversation like I just explained. I apologize for that. But that just about wraps up our episode for today. Uh, so I'm Wyatt Davis. And I'm Dustin Davis. And that was... Nope. That was my line. <laughs>